Welcome to the podcast, the number one. Yeah, I don't know. Welcome to the podcast, the number one news and pop culture podcast in the world. That's right. Uh, whoa, nice. Got a little DJ action on there. I'm your host, Brett DeMont, and sitting next to me in a radioactive news station in Los Alamos, Texas. It's actually New Mexico. Oh, fuck. Yeah, is my friend and co-host, buddy. You don't need to change it in the doc now. I already said it. No, I'm retyping it. <laughs> it's <really> oh. fixed. <laughs> yeah, well, it's my friend and co-host, buddy. It's a hot one, seven inches from the midday sun. Nice. Mm-hmm. We're going new catchphrase every week. If you guys <laughs> have pitches for them, tweet them at us. Yeah, please. Uh, uh, together, Buddy and I are referred to by some as the big silly news boys, specifically according to the inventor of the atomic level of hot wing sauce, Bobby Johnny Oppenheimy Schmidt. That's right. It's a real person. Look him up every week. We find the biggest, the dumbest, the weirdest, and the wildest headlines from around the world. Then pull hot takes out from behind your left ear faster than Ricky J can pull a penny out from behind your right one. Nice. That's a real thinker. Oh. Um, We'll also go through some articles that you, our trusted reporters in the field, submitted to us this past week via our many social medias. And today, folks, we got a hot... We Speaking of a hot one, hey. seven inches from the midday sun. Right? It's we all got, thematic, baby. We got one of those, folks. We're going to be talking about all sorts of stuff. You know, specifically, we're going to hit a little bit of this new Twitter rebranding. Perhaps the dumbest thing I've ever heard about in my life. And uh, also, the big news is the Barbenheimer. This past weekend was a big movies weekend with Barbie and Oppenheimer opening to gigantic numbers, folks. Wow. Movies are back. Yeah. And we are lucky. (laughs) Movies are back, folks. Just a week ago, two weeks ago, people were like, movies are dead. The film's done. Mission Impossible tanked. Yeah. (laughs) And then this week, uh, people are like, nope, we're lying. Movies are back. We love them. We love them and everything's fine. The industry is not dying, even though all of it is on strike. <laughs> Which we support, folks, 100%. We 100%. We're very lucky. We got a great guest coming on to talk about Barbenheimer uh, with a little inside insight into Ooh. a certain someone involved in Barbenheimer. Whoa. And, yeah, and, and no, I'm not talking about Barbie's uh, plastic molder. Okay. All right. Well, just in case you out there were thinking, specific. this is the guy we're going to talk about. We're going to talk to the guy who created the molds for Barbie. No, that ain't who we're talking to. We got another oh. guest. And I'm going to save it. I'm just teasing it and I'm going to save it. Oh. And then we're going to get to it in a little bit. I mean, you also teased a real good guess that we're not having. Yeah, no. If, if folks, if you're <laughs> pissed off that we don't have the Barbie mold person. <laughs> Um, find another podcast to listen to because this ain't the one. <laughs> I love how often I I, I dare I dare our audience to stop listening. I fucking dare you, folks. Also, can uh, I just clear up the whole Los Alamos, Texas? I definitely mix it up with the Alamo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The I Alamo thought it meant Los I thought it meant multiple Alamos, right? Because. Never mind. <laughs> you thought there was a, a couple places around the Alamo that were also Alamos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like the pyramids. Mind, yeah, in your mind, those two, those things sort of went together. And yeah, it's yeah. fine. Look, I guarantee you nobody out there even heard it and was like, huh? If yeah. I hadn't have been incredibly intelligent to, wow, I mean, <laughs> to on point the ball. out the mistake, then 
we had got away with it. So, um, hey, another learning moment for Buddy We don't on the have podcast. to say that. We don't have to yeah. bring any of that shit up again. No, we won't ever talk about last week again. But, folks, thank you so much for tuning in. Yeah. Uh, as we do every episode, we want to start off with a couple of uh, wonderful reviews that we got on Apple Podcast Reviews, which, of course... We don't use as a sort of traditional uh, review section. We kind of just ask you all to just kind of say whatever the hell you want. And <laughs> as long as you give us five stars, we'll read whatever you put there. And it's uh, turned out to be one of my favorite things in the world. Yeah, and we got a lot. So if a you lot. haven't heard yours yet, you, it's coming in a couple it's weeks. It's we'll going to it. We'll get there. But uh, let's just say some people don't believe in the backspace button and they write <laughs> 900 <laughs> word reviews. But first up. This one's coming from barely on time with the subject line, thank you. Well, mm. you're welcome. You're welcome. And the body goes on to say, if, you ever, if you're ever in a Freaky Friday situation with your partner and you decide to sleep with someone while body switched, did you cheat on yourself or your partner? Thank you for your consideration. If you're okay. a Freaky Friday situation with your partner. So yeah. you and your partner have swapped bodies? Yes. So you are now your partner. Yes. And you, as your partner, have gone and hooked up with someone else. Did you cheat on them or did they cheat on you? Yes. That's, I believe, the 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 wow. logical train that we are riding. And I would say uh, you cheated on your partner. Uh, but technically, their body you cheated did. on you too. Yeah. Not only did you cheat on your partner, you you they didn't cheat on you. You cheated on you. So Folks, you have I'm double... gonna tell you right now, philosophically, this is far above the brain power of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> As you can see by my tone of trying to figure it and, out. And mine. Because yeah. I listen listen, I I um, am am famously a guy who ain't gotten an eye for nobody else except the person that he's with. Mm -hmm. I ain't never cheated. I ain't never going to cheat. And my ex-wife knows that. And <laughs> <laughs> I ain't had a lot of sex in my life. Okay. <laughs> that, we got to get that off the soundboard. That ain't fair, all right? That was a, a vulnerable admission that I, that I let out a few weeks ago. <laughs> I, how come there ain't no how come there ain't no buddy sound drops on the on the the fucking soundboard? I'm gonna get a soundboard and it's gonna be like pickles or cucumbers. <laughs> All right, <laughs> the audience will love it. Yeah, um, but no, I think that this question is difficult because Both. because it depends on who the who is who who is the person, and in my in my mind, who the like the consciousness is the person, right? Yeah, it's like so. It's like if you're to, if your consciousness is in your partner's body, and you go and you hook up with somebody else, it's still your brain making a choice. Mm -hmm. it's, it's not like you get married to just somebody's body, and cheating ain't just about bodies. It's about emotions. <laughs> and it's about a heart, and it yeah. and it's and, uh -huh. and it's, and it's psychological. Yeah. So. So I think that I would say, and if there's any psychologists out there who listen to the show, which I hope you don't because that scares me, <laughs> it makes me feel psychoanalyzed all the time. But if you are happen to be a psychologist out there and, and this philosophical question interests you, shoot us an answer on social media. Let us know what you think, folks. Anybody, actually anybody, if you yeah. want to weigh in. 
I think well, it's maybe, both. Maybe we'll do a poll on Twitter this week to see how yeah. what people think. I because think you I, cheated this is on an interesting them, question. And then I think since you used their body, now you've cheated on yourself too. Yeah, but so you've done it, but you've done you've double troubled it, as I'll say. Yeah, I think this is a double trouble situation. <laughs> <laughs> it's a classic double trouble. This is a really good. Me. This is a really good debate. I think thank we're gonna have to open time. this one up for the for the internet for sure. Yeah, next up, you. yeah, thank you very much, Barely on Time. But next up, we've got one from Fuzzle Shin. Okay. Interesting. Uh, and the subject uh, is: I noticed in almost every Adam Sandler movie, his love interest has an alliterative slash rhyming rhyming name. Billy Madison, Veronica Vaughn, Happy Gilmore, Virginia Bennett, Wedding Singer, Julia Gulia, Waterboy, Vicky Valancourt, Little Nicky, Valerie Varon, Mr. Deeds, Babe Bennett, That's My Boy, Mary McGarkle, Pixels, <coughs> Lady Lisa, and Ludlow Lamzov. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Look, this is a very interesting observation. I because I never thought about it, but now that you mention it, yeah, look, I'm thinking about it. And I'm reading all these. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty. It's it says uh, I think Adam Sandler is not uh, or the people who write his movies, they don't aren't creative. Yeah, a lot of V stuff. Yeah, too. they love V's. Oh my God, Sandler's people love V names. They love V names. Yeah, I will say that I think Veronica Vaughn in my brain is like one of the most classic names. Yes. For like a like a love interest in a movie, Veronica mm-hmm. Vaughn, great. That's a good name. But then when you only got one trick, it stops being interesting. Yeah, they they really they they hit the mark with Veronica Vaughn and tried to repeat it, I yeah. think, and then just never found the flavor again. Yeah, I'll tell you, Lady Lisa and Ludlow Lambsoff, Don DeFazio. Yeah, I I ain't seen Pixels. That's the one where video games come to life, right? I don't it's even like know what Pac-Man that is. Comes out of the sky. I don't know. Oh, yeah? Seems crazy. Yeah, I, look, I ain't seen it. Seems crazy. Seems crazy. Seems tough. For, that'd be a tough one for me to understand. <laughs> yeah, but that's a very good observation, Fuzzle Shin. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks, Fuzzle Shin. Appreciate that, Fuzzle Shin. And, uh, uh, do you this want me next to take, one, you want me to take this one? I don't want to read this one. Yeah. Because uh, I'm scared of what might happen because we got, we got a review... That if you go look at it on the iTunes thing, it looks like the text has been possessed by a fucking demon or something. Yep. Uh-huh. And I'm worried that if we read this thing, we're like, uh, we're gonna like uh, summon a fucking <clears throat> devil from the underworld or some shit. They hell yeah. I mean, I guess we can read part of it, but if it starts to feel weird, I'm gonna stop you. Yeah, I figure you will. All right, right, so here we go. This is from The Pig Dead. Don't read it like that. Read it in a normal voice. It's going to scare shit. Okay, this is called Fear, or It is a Moloch. I'm going to give a little bit of a bit to Okay. (laughs) Oh, pitiful souls, heed my wretched tale of despair and dismay, for I, Moloch the demon, shall recount a dreadful excursion to the abomination known as Legoland. This festering pit of false delight dared to lure me into its charade of plastic merriment, only to unveil a dismal array of abhorrent atrocities that incited my desire to scorch the earth and reduce it to ash. Upon entering this labyrinth of colorful deception, my senses were assaulted by the cacophony of wailing children and the mind-numbing chirps of plastic contraptions. 
This very air reeked of false cheer, choking my throat and filling my nostrils with the stench of commercialism's rot. Legal land, a wretched <laughs> testament to the commodification of innocence, reveled in its sickening display of fabricated can, can joy. I, can I pause you for two seconds? When yeah. I first saw this on the reviews, mm -hmm. all Legoland is written with uh, some kind of weird font so you yeah. can't read it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize this was about Legoland. Yeah, you didn't realize the fun angle? You just nope. thought it was real hell stuff? I, I thought it was real hell stuff. <laughs> and for a second, I thought, I almost thought it was like, like an AI demon uh -huh. was like going in and just writing scary stuff on people's <laughs> iTunes. I wasn't sure that this was from a fan. This is honestly beautifully written and yeah. a real fun angle. Now too. that you're getting into it, I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, the big dad, not bad. So y'all let you keep going, buddy. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> only four more paragraphs. Yeah. <laughs> In my quest for genuine experience, I beheld with revulsion the abomination they dared to call rides. <laughs> oh, the horror. These feeble <laughs> contractions. Contraptions designed to mimic the thrill of true terror paled in comparison to the depths of the abyss from which I came. The mechanical mockery of a roller coaster let, left me desiring the genuine bone-rattling fear of damnation, not the tepid jiggle of molded plastic tracks. But it was in the heart of this devilish den that I encountered the most repugnant abomination of all. The, quote, mini-land. An insidious display of Lego's twisted vision. It sought to reduce grandeur to minuscule proportions. Monuments and wonders of the world, mocked by their diminutive replicas, became pitiful playthings bereft of majesty or awe. I long to unleash the fires of damnation <laughs> upon these fragile constructions, reducing them to smoldering ashes. Oh, you lowly fools, how you would sneer at this sordid spectacle. Lego land, an affront to the occult, to the pursuit of genuine enlightenment and authentic experience. Its falsity, its perversion of childhood wonder, ignited within me a consuming desire to cleanse the earth of such travesty. Let the flames of my wrath engulf this twisted haven, reducing it to cinders and freeing the world from its plastic chains. Alas, my power was restrained, <laughs> confined within the limits of this mortal realm. But let it be known, dear mortals, that Moloch the demon shall forever hold Legoland in disdain. And should the opportunity arise, I shall unleash the infernal fury that lies within me, scorching the earth and purging it of this blasphemous abomination. May the flames of damnation cleanse this false paradise and restore true darkness to the world. Didn't even say shit about the show. <laughs> not even a little something. Not even a little show's not bad. Not also, even like also shows also really enjoy the show. Piss yeah. news is my favorite. Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah. I'll say this. It's impressive stuff. Whoever wrote this out uh -huh. there to Pig Dead, you did, you really captured the essence. I mean, and wow. I'm going to say it right now. Buddy, you've, you've been playing 
we've been playing way too much Diablo because this sounded yes. like ex- just exactly like 100%. a side quest character being like. <laughs> I literally was midway yeah. through. I was like, am I am I in a Diablo yeah. fever dream right yeah. now? Yeah, if the Blizzard game devs out there need somebody to do a voice for some fucking weirdo that lives underneath a rock Thank who you. needs to give you like a lizard mouth <laughs> to make a Lilith's dog. Yeah, if you need somebody to play Lilith's dog, Buddy's the guy. Also, if you need side quest riding, fucking the pig dead, holler at him. Yeah, the pig dead's got it because yeah. he, if there's anything even close to a Legoland in the world of Diablo 4, this <laughs> motherfucker can nail it. Locked okay. it in. Shout out, Pig Dead. Yeah, Pig Dead, it, thank you so much. I really thought that was not going to get through, Brett, and you no. won him over, and Here's that's, the thing. Huge. that's huge. I saw this text, and I was like, this looks like scary <laughs> demon stuff. <laughs> Didn't even bother to read it all, because I was like, this is probably going to freak me out. Like, when I see a TikTok uh, late at night, and it's like somebody looking on their front stoop, and there's like a chicken bone that's getting eaten by ants, and they're like, what does this mean? Does this mean that I'm going to die tonight? That uh-huh. shit freaks me out. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with that fucking sounds on it. But no, the big dead, thank you so much. That was the wow. longest review in history, so that we're going to end it the review <laughs> section. <laughs> There, we'll get to the rest of them in the weeks to come, but thank you so much for everybody wow. who's uh, left a review and left us a five-star review specifically. We really appreciate it. Yep. The more uh, people that do that, the more people that will uh, hopefully be fed the show. Mm. Um, and the show's yummy, folks. <laughs> I'm hearing online that the show is yummy. Super yummy. Hashtag yummy. Hashtag the yummy. <laughs> <laughs> Duh yummy. Duh yummy. That's right, folks. But the big news this week, we'll get to it. Elon Musk, for some reason, rebranded Twitter to simply X, replacing the iconic bird logo. Oh, that was the headline. Sorry, I missed the drop. It was a ju- Oh, I got it. I thought it. it was a setup. It was it was a no, half no, setup, half headline. No, no, no. Sorry, I went straight into it. No, that's that's <laughs> fine. I went straight into it. Right. But this motherfucker took away the bird and now it's an X, folks. <laughs> How do you nobody is gonna fucking call it this? Look, nobody's I, gonna say no, X. What it, are the tweets called? Uh uh X's. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> There's literally uh, nothing uh, good. Uh, Here's a, I, I will never understand somebody going into a company that's been around for like fucking 15, 16 years, something crazy. It been around forever, walks in, ruins it, and then changes the name, gets rid of the thing about it that everybody does know. Like the yeah. na- Twitter is like synonymous with social media. Yeah. This feels like Twitter I bet and tweets. you. I saw somebody tweet this. I wish I could credit whoever tweeted it, but I feel like Exit. this. Exit. Sorry. Uh, no, you know what? I'm taking a stand here on <laughs> this. this. Is the one. <laughs> I'm not gonna use. I'm not. I will gonna, not call your company what you want it to be. No, <laughs> I will not call your company X. I'm calling yeah. it Twitter. Okay. Yeah, everybody is. Yeah, everybody Until it is. Crumbles. Yeah, that's no. like somebody being like, uh, wh- uh, I just bought this. What is this called? Ketchup. Nah, I'm calling it squirt juice. Yes, it's called red squirt. <laughs> you go on to go into the go into the aisle. There's red squirt, yellow squirt, white, white squirt, squirt, chunky green squirt, pesto, um, uh, uh, hot squirt, hot squirt, uh, yeah, tie squirt, <laughs> tie I mean, squirt. We can do it all. There's um, uh, yellow watery squirt, which is like a vinaigrette. <laughs> um, balsamic squirt. 
Uh, They're just all squirts yeah, now. Just using the name and saying squirt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Soy sauce squirt. Soy squirt. Ginger squirt. Okay, just squirt everything. But no, this is really why it really does truly feel like uh, like any business person would know that to just like completely dump the the like decade and a half of like cachet that a brand has in favor of the most nondescript thing like x feels yeah. like it, it truly feels like nothing and somebody tweeted this i was gonna say this a second ago before we start talking about different colored squirts <laughs> but i saw somebody tweet this the other day and i wish i could remember who did it so i could credit uh-huh. them but they were like this feels like a way for Elon Musk to like get out of paying for stuff. Like he's going to like take the brand X and mm. like license all of the Twitter technology to this company. And then Twitter is going to file for bankruptcy oh, so that yeah. he is like out from under this like $44 billion of worth of debt. But X as a company has all of the Twitter technology and can now do it without any of the 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 like financial uh, burden of okay. the Twitter name. It's, I mean, sure. I mean, that is probably what's happening, and that is just it makes me so mad that like like rich people get to literally write the book on how on the like they get to write the rule book, and it makes me so fucking mad. He's got to. Um, I changed my billionaire <laughs> fight for him uh, now. What is it? He's got to fight Vin Diesel. Didn't he play somebody named X? Triple X. Vin Diesel and Ice Cube. Because Ice Cube also played Triple X. Okay, so now <laughs> in the in the billionaire wars, Elon Musk in the in the Coliseum in yeah. Rome, he has Fights to fight Vin, Vin Diesel, Diesel and, and Ice, Ice Cube and all their stunt doubles from the movie. Yeah. yeah and yeah, the yeah. stunt doubles get mm-hmm. real weapons this and time. And X-Pac. X-Pac. All also, the X's. Also Grimes, his ex. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Also, Exhibit. Yeah, Exhibit. Got to fight him, too. Um, There's got to be more X's. Uh, Uh, um, Oh, L. King, who did that song X's and O's. That's really popular. Okay, there you go. Professor X. Professor X, the fictional character's going to jump in there. (laughs) But that Um, will be, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Picard. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, Picard. It's definitely gonna be Picard, dude. <laughs> oh, absolutely, we ain't going McAvoy. We're, <laughs> no, we're going no, Picard, no. dude. We're going Picard, dude. <laughs> Picard goes not hard, knowing bro. Patrick Stewart's name and just being like, "Oh, fucking Picard." Fucking Picard. I'm a huge uh, Picard, Patrick Stewart fan, and I still call him Picard. Yeah, Picard. He's my Picard. That's how I was introduced P- to the him. The more we say Picard, Picard, the it weird it sounds. Picard. <laughs> Picard. Yo, what's Picard. your favorite show? My favorite show is Picard. Do you know what word did this to me the other day? I what? was typing a text or something, and it was like, you know, when you're like rewriting an email or something. Yeah. The fucking word R A R E. I was just like, and I got to R, and I was like, A R E. R R. That just looks weird. Is that right? R R. R R A R E. Yeah, fuck, I don't know. It happened. What are you? Pickard. Yeah, it's funny that it that happens to me a lot where I'm like writing a word and I'm just like, this looks fake. This looks dumber than I remember. This looks dumb. I am I is this is dumb? This- am I dumb? <laughs> I have that thought maybe 12 times a day. Yeah, you and me too, it, brother. Am, am I dumb? Am I dumb? Do I 
did I always uh, have I trouble dumb? with right and left? <laughs> I dumb. I I uh, are dumb. But no, this is wild. And everybody, everybody at Twitter, the like new CEO, uh, Linda Yaccarino, which is truly. <laughs> Honestly, call it Yakarino. That Honest, works. Oh my you god! You toss up a couple yaks. Yeah, we're all just yakking out here. Fucking, oh. what are y'all doing, bro? Yeah, have you guys gotten on Yakarino yet? Yakarino, we're doing a couple yakar. We're we're yakking over oh, here. I love Yakarino spaces. <laughs> no, it, but Linda Yakarino hit Twitter, being base, just basically trying to sell the shit out of this idea, but t- saying it's going to be like powered by AI and shit, and like. No, it's not. It's just not. It's not. I listen. I power AI, AI means uh, as, people lost their jobs. That's yes. a fun way of saying that. But also, listen, AI. You know we love you. We you know, know we you support you. you. We're getting yeah. ahead of it. Praise be. But I'm saying that we are. I think truly we are a hundred years from AI being able to actually do anything, which we're going to talk mm-hmm. about in a little bit. We oh, actually yeah, got a yeah, submission yeah. for a story AI where we're connection. like, yeah. Uh, so I just I just think it's so much bluster and and ass smoke blowing, <laughs> you know, blowing smoke up ass. I tried to do that in a different. <laughs> it's so much it ass smoke bit. blowing. There's so you, much ass smoke blowing. These, these tech days. people are just so do so much ass smoke blowing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just miles full of ass uh, smoke. It's ridiculous, but it is uh, like I'm interested to see. I did. I looked on Twitter today, and they did change the uh, the logo to the X already. Ugh. But like the rest of the site is still blue, and the X is black. And I'm like, it just uh, looks like a mistake. So dumb. They. It feels like they like literally didn't think. It, they literally did not think it through. They were just mm. like Elon Musk was like, no, it's called X now, and he was almost like he was joking, and people were like took him seriously and then they did a lot of back end work and they're like, hey, we're ready to make it X. And he's like, oh no, I was joking. And they're like, oh, well we already did it. And he's oh, like, yeah. all right, well it's X now. Yeah, from the way he fired everybody for no reason, uh, now he's just surrounded by people who are like, yeah. Sounds good, Elon. Yeah, 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 X. Yeah, X, we I love that. It. I don't even have any X's because <laughs> I am a nerd who does code who don't date. Yagarino. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's right. I hate people who know code also. We have new per- new group of people who Brett hates for no reason. Yeah. Coders. Um but yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I'm assuming this is going to be a huge uh uh dump. This is <laughs> Which is of Quote course, him. yeah. Which is what, of course, what I call a mistake. This is a big. This is gonna be a big dump. A and big fat dump right here. It's gonna be a big fat dump. But uh, but yeah. Moving on to some news that's actually a little bit more exciting. As we said before, we had uh, we had a couple weeks where movies were just fucking tanking, folks. Mission Impossible, Indiana Jones did not do very good at the box office. But then the cultural phenomenon <sighs> that is now known as Barbenheimer. Ugh. Took hold this past weekend, folks. Oh my and when, goodness! when when we, I'm sure you're all experiencing it. All the pictures on social media of all Can't the people wearing it. pink going to Barbie, and all the people go wearing funny flat brimmed hats going to Oppenheimer. <laughs> all the people eating a quarter of the food that they need to eat to get skinny like Oppenheimer going mm. to the movie and uh, smoking cigarettes and being mean to their wives because they're going to Oppenheimer. It's, people are taking the cosplay seriously because Barbenheimer is uh-huh. 
a huge fucking deal, folks. Yeah. Uh, both movies. I don't have the numbers in front of me right now, but it, like, it was something like Barbie hit like went over 150 million. And uh, let's look. I'm gonna look up the Barbenheimer numbers. Let's look up. Let's let's see. Let's find it. Bar, uh, Barbenheimer. Oh, the opening weekend. For the two movies combined, it was $235.5 million. Wow, that's so many monies. So much money. And Barbie took took the lead. Oppenheimer uh, obviously came in second. But it is really, really something, folks. And all the IMAX screens are are getting bought out. And up until like August, you're seeing people who are like, I can't see it in IMAX till August. I'm like, well, don't see it in IMAX then. <laughs> or whatever. I don't know. I don't care. Uh <laughs> but there, there's a, a a lot. I don't think a lot of people knew the story of J. Robert Oppenheimer, and I saw the movie and really I did like it. I thought it was oh. I thought it was really well made. It's kind of like a trailer for the guy's life. the 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 pace of the editing is absurd. It like it's so fast. Really? It's three hours, and there's probably not a shot in the whole movie that's longer than like six seconds. It is so over edited. How many pisses? I didn't do one, even one piss. I was enthralled. Yeah, I specifically didn't get a drink. Sucked the piss right up in you. Yeah, well, I specifically dehydrated myself so that I didn't have to go take a piss. Wow, Um, which is super, super exciting for me to see a movie where I don't, (laughs) I don't go piss. Yeah, Um, that's impossible. But we are are really, really excited because the movie goes into lots of detail uh, about J. Robin Opp- J. Robin Oppenheimer. John and Robin Oppenheimer. John Oppenheimer. J. Robert Oppenheimer's life. But uh, there's a very crucial character left out, and we are lucky enough to have that person. They're on right now? They're Yes, yeah. They're, they're coming on they, right now. They're in the little waiting room in the thing. I can't do it right I can't do it right now. What are you talking about you can't do it right now? I got it. Look, I have... Can I say it on? Can I say what? it? What? I have a source who's bringing me a story, an exclusive story. Yeah. And I got to go get it. What do you mean? Yeah, he's bringing you a story. He's bringing yeah, it on like a. Bringing a story. Have you ever seen, you know, news movies where you got to go out into like a little park on a bench and get slid a little package? You're telling me you got a spotlight situation or, yes. uh, or, a, or, uh, what's another movie about newspapers? Spotlight 2. <laughs> Spotlight two, spotlight one, of course, exposing uh, child abuse in the Catholic Church or in, mm-hmm. in church. Spotlight two, uh, doing it again because it didn't stop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I well, got to pick it up. What do you mean quick. you have to do it right now? We're they in the middle of the show. I know, We're about I told to. Them do- they just text me. I got to go out and get it. So what am I supposed to do? I'm supposed to just interview this guy by myself? Fucking, what's the show called? Uh, the podcast with Brett Demont, ain't Brett and Buddy. Yeah, but. Look. You're like the bounce. You're like the wall that I bounce stuff off of, <laughs> oh, and I don't brother. mean that in an insult way. <laughs> you're more than a wall. You're my friend. I call you my best friend in the opening of the no, show. I'm a wall, bro. I'm just a wall to well, you. Fuck. How long is it gonna take you? I don't know. I'm trying to make it quick. Well, fucking I go, go to the ATM, then. though. What do you have to go to? The- Are you paying yeah, him? Yeah. Fucking. What do you think? Stories come for free, dude. I think in think real journalism, works? I think stories do come for free. I don't think sources generally well, get fucking, paid. I didn't go to journalism school. <laughs> you didn't no. go to any school. <laughs> <laughs> you you failed famously. Didn't finish college. Look, I'll be back as fast as I can. Okay, Just, fucking uh, fine. Be I sure so. ask ask the questions I'd ask, which probably have nothing to do with anything they're talking about. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 
Okay, fine. All right. Well, be back as soon as you can because I, I don't want to do the rest of the show by myself. Right, It'd be right, really right. shitty to do the show by myself, buddy. <laughs> I'll be back. I'll be back. I'll okay, be back. fine. Right, Jesus I'll make Christ. it quick. Yeah, okay. It's going to be it's a good story. Okay, it, it fucking better be. That's all yeah. I'll say. It better fucking <laughs> knock the socks off. Socks off. Socks off. Shit better knock the fucking socks off. I'll all be right, right, well, back. right okay, back. Okay, fucking fine. I guess I'll just interview this guy by myself. All right, right back. Well, folks, old buddy is uh, out going to get uh, a news story. Um, like a like he doesn't actually work on the show. Um, and I'm here to do this interview by myself, but it's okay. Because I know how to do this. I've done this for years. I'm a professional, and I'm great. And the guest we got on the show today, honestly, huge get. A huge behind-the-scenes peek into the real-life person that all this Barbenheimer hysteria is all about. That's right. Uh, J. Robert Oppenheimer, the subject of the Oppenheimer biopic uh, directed by Christopher Nolan, came out, as we've talked about. And we are lucky enough today on the show to have the clo- probably the closest living relative of J. Robert Oppenheimer in the world, folks. And that's right. That is his, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're his grandnephew, Dustin cor- Oppenheimer. Hello. Yes, that is correct. You nailed it, Brett. Great. Awesome. Dustin, thank you so much for being on the show. This is incredible to have you on the show in a moment where your um, great, great uncle? Yeah. Is it a great uncle? He's your great uncle when he is in the currently in the zeitgeist. The world is learning. Some of us about him for the first time. Some of us are rehashing things about him that we already knew. And you are a person who I'm assuming has at least some firsthand experience as to what this guy was really like. So it's a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much for being here. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm th- always thrilled to be able to talk Oppenheimer, or as he was known to me, Uncle Oppie. Oh, that's right. Yes. <laughs> Great of Uncle Oppie. I should get out ahead of it and tell everybody listening that there will probably be some spoilers from the movie in this interview. But guess um, what? The bomb works. Spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bomb works, and all his friends called him Oppie. So if that pisses you off, again, I say it all the time. This ain't the show for you. Don't listen. Uh, we do spoilers here. <laughs> um, but Dustin, this is this is incredible. So you, as as his great grandnephew or, or or nephew once removed, whatever the actual family tree <laughs> branch is, who cares? Doesn't matter. Doesn't make it funnier or less or not as funny. Doesn't matter. Funny? Not funny. Sorry. <laughs> That's not what I mean. You know, it just it it, wow. it it isn't necessary to know exactly what the relationship is. Right, right, yeah. But your your father was was J. Robert Oppenheimer's brother. Brother's son. Brother's son. Okay, here we go. Yeah, we got it now. Um, so I'm assuming you you watched this movie with uh, a different set of eyes than most of the people. I out did. There I did. I did think it was like a very compelling portrait of my great uncle's accomplishments. But at times I thought they left some things out. Like, um, really? I've taken a Tex-Mex cooking class. Uh I've accomplished things. Okay. Okay. I can't get a (laughs) post-credit mention. So you're upset that you weren't in the movie, Dustin? A mention of it. I'm doing things. I got a studio apartment I love. 
<laughs> wow. Hey, that honestly, you should be proud. Uh, I've seen other biopics end with like, oh, so and so went on to do this, so and so went on to. I couldn't. Oh, and then he had a grand nephew who just finished reading a great Octavia Butler novel. <laughs> I feel like. I mean, I, listen, I'm on your side. You know, I'm always looking to get credit for stuff. You know, I'm always looking for, for, for a little bit of a spotlight. So I understand the feeling, but I it's do not have to say the spotlight. I just want accuracy okay. from my film, of which Mr. Dolan <laughs> apparently did exhaustive research, but couldn't mention that I've recently paid off some debt from a cruise I went on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well,. Dustin, I feel like that's a very specific piece of information. And and I will say... Uh, well, most information is specific. Tell me some general information. The sky's blue? Well, yeah, let's make a movie about that. Okay, <laughs> look. I, I, Sorry, look. I'm a little bitter. No, I understand. I understand. <laughs> it was a you tough watch. You expected to go into this movie and see at least one frame uh, uh, at the end, maybe, where it said... A still uh, J. A Robert and photo? Yeah, where it says J. Robert Oppenheimer's brother went on to have children, and those children went on to have children, and one of them is paid level off his thirty-seven cruise. on Diablo Four <laughs> as a sorcerer. Oh yeah! Oh wow! You picked sorcerer, huh? That's a tough class. It's a tough class. You think? Me. Just stick I to mean, ice. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> that is true, folks. Big good good advice from Dustin Oppenheimer on Diablo. My advice: uh, stick to ice. Whether that's Diablo classes or a cold glass of water. Okay. Interesting. Very interesting. But look, I don't mean to, to poo-poo your wants because, you know, you everyone is entitled to want something. But I would say that the movie kind of ends pretty sort of definitively. Um, I, I, it does take a sort of a bit of a jump into the future. But, but I think you're sort you know, of the so... nuclear apocalypse, like showing like flames consuming the earth. <laughs> Is that what you're no, referring to? I meant when the the shots of him get uh, your your great uncle getting the uh, the the plaque and stuff, oh, and, and everybody shaking it's his all hand. Very, uh, it reminded me of a League of Their Own when all yes. of a sudden they're back and like we just need a, this used to be my playground plane. Yeah, yeah, it was and, very and the, much like oh old old friends are back in old age makeup. Yeah, the makeup. I'll look. Hey, I ain't gonna poo-poo on somebody's craft, but whoever did the makeup for the end part of that movie, <laughs> I think you gotta go back to school. So you are I'll gonna poo-poo their craft. <laughs> yeah, look. Uh, yeah, I said I wasn't, but I'm going to. I, going to? I just think, well, I'll just say I could see the seams a yeah, little bit. Sure. You could see the seams. And for a movie that was so meticulously crafted, it felt a little odd for the old people makeup to be so broad. <laughs> yeah. I would say Knoxville does it better. <laughs> it's like, is this um, uh, a scene from All That? <laughs> the Nickelodeon it's, sketch show? Excuse me. Is this Amanda Bynes doing Ross Perot I stood in up All in the that? theater. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> has something gone wrong in the projection booth? Are you projecting 70mm IMAX film of all that right now? You were already upset, so I understand. You were you were watching. Like they're running out of time. We only you have seven in... minutes. <laughs> you stood up and started tapping your wrist. Yeah. Because you know that the movie was three hours long and, and you I were almost there. I just got a covered you... parking space at my apartment after waiting for two years. They could have wow. mentioned that. Wow. What did you have before? Were you just on street the street? Street parking, yeah. Oh, that's, that's no, You can't get an apartment where they just uh, they dump you out on the street. <laughs> I got dumped. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. No. Thank I, you. Look. So the movie it, left a lot. They did 
correctly correctly uh, portray my great aunt's um, cartoonish alcoholism. Mm, so, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> every <laughs> opportunity, she had a martini in her hand. Yeah, I was going to ask. That, and it would always be question. the last thing you saw of her. The last note she ended on was like, a drink in the hand. And that's <laughs> told you. Okay, yes, it's, it's drinking problem. This is the only detail you need to remember about this character. Uh, drinking but problem and ask. likes horses? Yes. Yes, there were a surprising number of horses in the movie. I wasn't expecting there to be a lot of horses in the movie, but there were at least two. <laughs> from what I remember. Yeah. Um, but, Dustin, the big question I was hoping to get an answer from you about, because obviously oh. you have firsthand experience with uh, the subject matter, is how true to life, in your estimation, is this movie? Like, like in your experience with your great uncle and your... your uh, family would you say that this movie is an accurate depiction well he did love a hat <laughs> right well so they nailed that because like oh yeah he when i saw him put on the hat i was like he did wear a hat <laughs> is the end the end from all the pictures i saw it is a very accurate to the type of hat that he would wear yeah also. Which made it all the more shocking how they cut out the fact that I paid off my Disney annual pass <laughs> right on time with no late fees. Can I can, can I can I ask if the way that those two things are connected in your mind is Mickey Mouse ears hats? <laughs> it's not, but now they might forever be. I would have loved to put my uncle, great uncle Oppie, in some mouse ears. <laughs> would have lightened him up. It's like, oh look, the specter of death in mouse form. <laughs> A little touch of, he just needed a touch of whimsy. I was always saying, you know what uncle, great uncle Oppie needs? Rainbow suspenders. <laughs> I said, so you shut get... up, Dustin. They'd always yeah, say, shut up, I was going to say, I was going to say, how, how was your sort of criticism of your great uncle received? Because he didn't seem like the kind of guy who would oh, really entertain poorly. that stuff. No, yeah. he was not fun. Worst <laughs> lap you ever sat on. Pretty you bony. Might as well, yeah, you might as well sit on an upside down bicycle or something. You know? <laughs> I could see that absolutely. Really, yeah, really like, just amazing. What do you got under form. there? Steel beams? God. <laughs> He's got two legs that are made out of I beams from the uh le yeah. leftover from building the Empire State Building. Is that what we're working with here? <laughs> I don't know. Is that of and the era? So haunted. We got it. God, you're haunted. Well, if you don't want to be haunted, don't build an atomic bomb. <laughs> Was that, did you ever, did you ever suggest that to him? when Constantly. Like, <laughs> Every Christmas. Every Christmas. Oh, he celebrated Christmas. Very, uh. <laughs> well, I converted. Oh, okay, good, good, I good. made the family. I was like, you call this Hanukkah, I call this, uh, we're countdown to Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Eight days of counting down to Christmas. Uh, yeah. no, I, I, I can imagine. I can imagine it was tough to be in a family also that, that. Uh, your name, obviously having the last name Oppenheimer had to be, uh, as you were growing up, it had to be pretty tricky, right? Because although I guess maybe most people don't know J. Robert Oppenheimer, like young people, so it probably wasn't. Well, people knew the wild. name Dustin. They're like, oh, that's the guy who's read all the Hardy Boy books last summer. <laughs> So I was always a bit of a name on the playground, let's say. Right. You're saying that like it's a good thing, but it sounds like the things you're checking, your name checking are things that kids were making fun of you for. What do you mean? I read all the Hardy Boys books. What's there to make fun of? 
In one summer? Is yeah. that what you said? What are you doing all summer? Oh, I'm going to the beach. I'm sitting at the pool. I'm. Uh, you bring a book when you're at these places. I can I be honest with you, Dustin? I haven't read a book cover to cover in twenty two years. Really? <laughs> if I'm if I if I really think about it, I'm trying to think of the last book that I read cover to cover. Yeah. And I actually can't even think of it. I don't know. Have you tried? Is it or do you not all even the time. it doesn't is it just not a medium that interests you? I try all the time. Here's the problem. And and I think this is probably a, rela- a relatable issue for a lot of people out there. Sure. Dustin, when I read, I read really slowly because I'll read four or five pages uh-huh. and then I'll have this moment where I'm like I haven't been paying attention to a goddamn <laughs> sure. word that I've read for the past 5 minutes. And so then I go back and I start reading even slower because I'm like, I'm focused on it. And then I start thinking about how, how you're focused I am on, on reading. So I stop even hearing words. And so then <laughs> I get through two pages and I'm like, I haven't even understood a single word that I've read yet. You know what so- I'm going to recommend for you? Because what do you read? I, I think you should like uh, go like read stuff that's like easy. You're like that goes down like water that like flows really nice. And I've written some terrific fan fiction set in the oh, world really? of uh, For All Mankind, the Apple TV. Uh, wow. My thing is, what if the Americans beat the Russians oh. to the moon? Wait, that is what happened. That's not, not in real. For All Mankind. For All Mankind, the Russians beat us. But I write For All Mankind fan fiction where the Americans beat the Russians. And so does it kind of play out just kind of the way history did play out then? Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. So, we- But with the characters we've grown to love from For All oh, Mankind, like oh, that yeah. one girl. <laughs> I got to be honest with you, Dustin. I have not seen... A single frame of that show, and I wish I knew this about you. I wish I knew that you wrote fan fiction because it would have been nice to learn from a three-hour epic. Would have that been nice to know? Yes, some highly rated. I'm 27th voted highest uh, for all mankind fanfic author on fanfics.biz. Wow. Okay, fanfics.biz. Let's go see what else is on fanfics.biz. Okay. So first up. Wow, the number one fan fiction uh, topic or 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 uh, uh, property property yeah uh, is the office. Well, wow, what a fascinating world to explore! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's yeah. so many possibilities. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it looks like the office is number one. Number two, parks and recreation. Looks like people are just... Imaginations are just running (laughs) wild. Because that's what I think about when I think about the offices and parks. The world building. (laughs) Because it's so different from our... How does it work in the office? It's so different. But yeah, no, then I go down the list here. Look, yeah, no, I see you here. Wow. For All Mankind, Dustin Oppenheimer. (laughs) Yeah. Number 27. Of the For All Mankind fan fictions. Oh, yeah. Oh, I see now that this is the this uh, the list that I just clicked on. Wow. But Who's still, number one here? Who's number one here? On some Fortnite? hack. Uh, Nancy Aldrin? Whatever. Is this Buzz Aldrin's daughter? God damn it. <laughs> I suppose she feels like she has some inside knowledge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It looks like, uh, yeah, she does. She actually, one of, I'm looking at the synopsis of one of her books right now. She actually writes 
from the perspective of uh, the the regular American moon landing happened, but Buzz Aldrin is a character in the show now, okay. and he he stepped on the moon first, ahead of. Uh, you I know almost what I said call Lance this? Armstrong, but that's not. <laughs> well, definitely ahead of Lance Armstrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> it was certainly ahead of Lance. Lance Armstrong hasn't yet. No. He might. He might. He, he There's might. There's nothing a transphobe can't do, I say. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It seems they are so fucking powerful. Maybe we'll just kick them off the earth. Hard enough. I mean, honestly, let's let's send them to one of those fucking asteroids that passes through our solar system once every 10,000 years and just hope that it catches the big vessel of transphobes. <laughs> yeah. And they just get sort of taken out into space wherever it is that they go. Brad, have you heard uh, this like internet thing that's like, uh, I thought like this would be a bigger, from my, based on my childhood, I thought X would be like a bigger deal. You no, know, like I people said like, oh, I thought quicksand would be a big, because like, you know, when you're a kid, <laughs> yeah. you watch stuff, there's like quicksand. I yeah. kind of feel that way about the asteroid belt. We never hear about the <laughs> asteroid belt. <laughs> Even when they talk about the solar system, nobody brings up. We skip it sometimes. Now that's that's interesting because I also saw I was on your letterbox earlier because I wanted to see how you <laughs> felt about movies, and I saw that you made a comment on the Wes Anderson's Asteroid City, uh-huh. saying that you thought this movie was going to be about the asteroid belt, a city on the asteroid belt, asteroid shitty. <laughs> uh, you did say that. That was the that was the that was title of your review. I got two likes. Yeah, you did. I noticed you didn't like any. Oh well, I didn't want to appear biased. You're a lurker. You're a lurker. Yeah, I didn't want to. I didn't want to sort of hint that. Because uh, uh, this is court. Ah, you know, we like to uh, we like to say that we are objective, and, and you know we're that we are journalists. The number, well, yeah, we're the number one news and pop culture podcast in the world. Oh, uh, Dustin. Yeah, you didn't you didn't know that. I'm just learning this. Yeah, we're on uh, it, it, a lot of different lists. Put us at number one. I'm I not have no doubt you're on a lot of lists. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that don't make implications that could be taken out of context, Dustin. Because people out here will clip this thing and they'll be like, "I think you're on a lot of lists," and then they'll make a fake mugshot of me and like put me on like, <laughs> like a, a political attack ad. <laughs> yeah, dong dong. Yeah, Brent Demott I, believes that dogs are not cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, some dogs aren't. I think a you're lot of not people, wrong. A lot of people out there are like, oh, I love all dogs. I'm like, I like dogs that are cool. I don't like. Yeah, I don't like bad, stupid dogs. Uh, but I, no, I've only met one chill whippet in my life that seemed like not neurotic. You've met a whippet. Whippet, good. <laughs> I don't think I've ever met a whippet. I don't. Even, is that the one oh, that's like? A, it's you like a greyhound. With more like West Side lawyers, right? Yeah, because they're like the great. They kind of look like greyhounds. They're like but tiny they like, greyhounds. They seem very skittish. Yeah, yeah. But they're yeah, also yeah. very. There's something very like if Tilda Swinton was a dog. Oh, uh, okay. Something That's delicate, perfect... but also uncanny. Mm, yeah, you and like you, you almost you look at him and you're like, it feels like you're crying. Yeah, at if some I, level you're crying. Yeah, I, I want to like cry. I've, yeah, I've you. seen those on on dog shows, and I'm like, it feels like this dog is has been kidnapped. <laughs> it's here under duress. Yeah, <laughs> you. But it can't ask for help. Yeah, no, it can't because dogs it can't aren't going to slide you a note. Yeah, no, they get me uh, out of here. If only they could write in human words. <laughs> my uh, my owner puts me in a backpack of all things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but no, to get to get back to 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 the subject at hand here, you obviously, I'm sure, are very proud that your uh, great uncle, uh, his story is being told in such a sort of neutral way and and sort of being presented in in the 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 best possible light for someone who invented the most dangerous weapon on the face of the planet um it's probably nice to see one the reception for him because i'm assuming you had a decent relationship with him right no didn't like the man and the feeling was mutual wow how are you sure of oh this? does he exude warmth to you <laughs> j robert oppenheimer so I this is what the kids will love <laughs> just run around and uncle oppy uncle oppy put me on your shoulders no you'd slice oh. your legs off yeah and he's things. just staring up at the sc- at the stars and saying that the weather's gonna break by dawn yeah he- i would ju- i had just recently <laughs> i'm one of my last memories of him he was very ill at the time but i had oh, just wow. gotten into tie-dyeing and i said hey <laughs> i'm great uncle oppie check out my new tie-dyed bucket hat what do you think and let me guess what his expression was what? haunted i <laughs> little so <laughs> oh. I was like, all yeah. right, I thought this was cool and like fashionable and like I did it myself. So you can't yeah. even just say, oh, good job, Dustin. I'm proud of you. No, it's just like, Ugh. it does kind of feel like he he probably sort of uh, inspired a lot of sort of uh, introspection from everyone around. It. it feels like because it doesn't feel like he gave people much. And now that you're mentioning it, it feels like it's probably I guess does like a unbaked potato make you feel introspective <laughs> it's not giving you anything either <laughs> wow you're giving me nothing let me think about that. let me think about me <laughs> so you're you're equating your great uncle uh is is uh, his personality and sort of interpersonal uh abilities uh to a put- oh did you potato. come away from Oppenheimer thinking like there's a fun guy to get a drink with uh, I, I can't say that. I can't say that. Here, can, I'll tell you my honest opinion about about him as a person. I did appreciate that it did feel like he, a, after he did invent this bomb, his his the sort of questions of the morality of creating a weapon such as this the Prometheus of it all which thank god they did in a title crawl at the beginning and then had Kenneth Branagh explain what the quote meant (laughs) as if we couldn't remember or infer that on our own yeah yeah I had a few good quotes they could have put up there did you send them in did (laughs) you send you did I did a I I had a a friend did a crowdfunded skywriting for me. Wow! <laughs> yeah, I said Holy don't give money smokes. to the people striking. Give it to me for my <laughs> stupid skywriting, and it's gonna say, "Hey, try Are a taco." You- <laughs> what? <laughs> Just now and then, try a taco. Just, you never with- think of tacos for dinner. <laughs> Oh, I do. I think of tacos. Most people, I think, well, maybe this is my problem. I guess I'm saying it more to myself. I'm always having tacos for lunch. Really? But wow. try a taco for dinner. Uh, okay. Change I, things up. For me, a taco is a a taco is a last resort dinner. It's like I it, I've been I've been out until like ten o'clock. I haven't eaten anything since so like eleven thirty. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, I'm out there having a ball. Look at me. I'm a I'm a I'm a party. You're animal. a party dude. Yeah. So I'm going and getting a taco when it's like I I can't go to bed without eating something. You have or to I'll eat have something. weird dreams. <laughs> Cuz your so, dreams right now are perfectly normal and fine. Oh yeah, on a regular <laughs> night, 
I'm having totally normal dreams. What was your last dream? I had a dream that uh, I ran a water park. Oh, was it? Yeah. What, was it a fun thing or was it stressful? Oh, oh, I mean, it was fun, but there was there kept being a couple little like things that would sort of come up. Like I had people being like, "The line's too long for the straight down." Uh, Slide. Uh, that's most of the slides. I yeah, would think. we we ran out of uh, popsicles at at the stand oh. over on 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 the thing, and I and I the cool thing about dreams is sometimes you can just say okay, I'll fix it, and then it, oh. you don't even do it in the dream. You just get the feeling that the problem has been fixed. Oh, it's it's like an interesting thing. I I notice that in my dreams a lot, where I'll like want to fix a problem, and I'll just say it's fixed, and then I'll stop being stressed out about it in the dream. But that doesn't work in real life. Not even you, close. That's like denial busted. more than anything. Right. Like, which I'll is... fix it. It's fixed. Don't tell me it's not. I'm telling you, it's <laughs> fixed. Yeah, that, that's what I thought. I didn't need to go to therapy or anything because I I thought that I could just fix my problems by being like, just don't think about that. Well, you know what I say to that? What do you say to that? Try a taco. <laughs> You know what? I will. You know, after after we finish this recording tonight, I'm gonna go try a taco. I'm going. Yeah, to. Uh, I will. But Dustin, we got to get out of here in a All minute, right. so I I don't want to keep you too long. But in in sort of closing, obviously everybody, I'm sure everybody now totally empathizes with you and, and agrees that you should have been heavily featured in the end of your your uh, uncle's movie. Thank you. I'll tell uh, him asking for just the end. Right. I don't need to be a subplot. And so, so what I'm going to do here is I'm going to give you the opportunity to sort of tell the world what it is you wish the end of Oppenheimer told okay. told them about you. So we'll imagine that the movie is over, uh, the hearing has ended, the <laughs> okay. and the credits begin to roll. We're on the edge of our seat of that hearing, whose stakes yes. were never quite clear. <laughs> I guess he doesn't want to lose the security clearance, which he doesn't even seem to care about that much. Yeah, yeah, it did. It, it the stakes were very odd. I'll say, <laughs> yeah, an odd thing to place the entire sort of uh, weight and the emotional weight of the climax on whether or not someone gets approved for something. Uh, spo- spoiler alert, if if you care. Um, but no, so the credits are rolling before Chris Nolan's name comes up across the screen. We see okay. J. Robert Oppenheimer went on to blah, blah, blah. Uh, Jean Tatlock. Oh, wait, she died. She, that's what it says. Jean yeah. Tatlock, she died. She died. <laughs> potential suicide or potentially killed by the FBI CIA. Wait, they show that she died in the movie, so why are they bringing that up again? Well, because they also imply that it might have been a, a, uh, a government... A government thing, because there's that shot. I thought it was a shot. Never I did not get that impression at all. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> if anybody out there who saw the movie also thinks that, then then tweet at me and let me know I'm not crazy. But they get through everybody. They get through your dad. They get through your uh, or your your. They your could grave. skip my dad. It's fine. <laughs> I never said my dad needed. <clears throat> well, what would be? You've got two sentences with a black and white picture of you as as a child. And two sentences. What are those two sentences that you want the world to come away from Oppenheimer knowing about Dustin Oppenheimer? His great uncle Dustin went on to finish 
The Count of Monte Cristo, which is 1,400 pages. <laughs> wow. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> that Don't you think? That is very impressive. That's what I wanted it to say. That would take me 13 years. It should be finish. like six months. Jesus Christ. So that's it. You just want everybody to know that you read. I don't need to be like made into like a titan of industry or anything, but just something. You just I, want. I've pointed an out a lot of things I've accomplished. A lot. Of, yeah. I am no longer on a bad check list at the liquor store. Up for me, okay? Oh, good. They took down my photo. Good. Is that because you paid with a good check since then, or did it just new management, new cashier? New management. Okay, so they just don't know. They don't the know management. what I got in there. I went, whoop, don't yeah, mind if okay. I do. That makes sense. The funny thing is, it's a wonderful picture of me. <laughs> <laughs> These cameras out. are You're really You're walking cool. out. The security cameras, like, you just looked up and smiled big. Big, yeah. cheesy smile. <laughs> there was something about that angle. It was really flattering. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, honestly, Dustin, it was a real pleasure to talk to you. I, I'm sorry. You know, I empathize with you getting left off and not credited for, for something uh, that you feel you deserve. So I, I, I'm I'm sorry that that happened to you, but I'm glad we could have you on the show now today so that everybody out there knows when they're watching the movie that there were people who didn't get the, the Nolan love that they deserve. And one of those people is Dustin Oppenheimer. Thank you. A bit of an unsung hero, maybe. Exactly. Dustin Oppenheimer, the unsung hero of the J. Robert Oppenheimer story and the invention of the atomic bomb. But thank you so much for being here, Dustin. We really, really appreciate it. Thank you. Go. Oh. Uh, uh, hey, buddy. <laughs> you just crashed into your uh, desk and knocked uh, your shit over. Is everything okay? Yeah, I'm, uh, is he still here? No, of course not. Look at your screen. Is he, is he still there? Oh, no. fuck. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, it was very sorry. good. Yeah? Yeah, it was a very good interview. <sighs> Um, so did sorry. you get the story? I yeah, guess? I got the story. Okay, I got the story. I had Who's to haggle it? a little bit. You had to haggle. Yeah, but I I got it. Okay, well, do you want to just get into it then? Is it worth it? Can it go right now? Uh, Is it worth it? Yeah, yeah. Let me just do this. Uh, so I got it, and here we go. It's fucking piss, piss, piss news. Piss, piss, piss news. Piss, 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 piss. Piss, piss news. Jesus fucking Christ! You you left me to do that interview myself to go get piss news. This yeah, is the lowest dude. What are you priori- talking about? This is the lowest priority bit on the show. Is piss news. lowest priority? Every <laughs> single person listening to this fucking podcast just fucking punched their speakers. <laughs> what? what a blasphemy! What okay. a blast! Remember that fucking- one time we didn't have piss news and you said the show didn't feel the same after piss news? You I could d- probably get rid of me, and there would be less of an uproar than if you got rid of piss news. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No, I don't think that that's true. $30,000 for this. Of whose money? I don't know. (laughs) I wrote a check. I'll figure it out. (laughs) I post-dated it six weeks from now. Good. Okay, well, I'll I'll let you take this since you just (sighs) uh, lucked out and uh, got it from your source. It's it's exclusive source at TLC. (laughs) What? The cha- the TV channel? <laughs> the TV channel. They don't... It's huge to break stories about upcoming TV shows. Okay. So this is an upcoming TV show. New TLC series introduces new generation 
of strange addictions. <laughs> See, it's a Hang bunch on. of stuff we like. It's strange addiction stuff. There's a little bit of piss news squeezed in there. It's, like, there? it's got everything. Yeah, it slides in there real quick. You'll you won't even. It's you'll see. Okay. Well, yeah. what, did, what did so? Okay. What did we? What did we get exactly? Okay. Well, we got this trailer here. Let me pull it up. Oh, they see. gave you the trailer. Okay, so this is an exclusive trailer. This is like yeah, world premiere stuff. Right. Yeah. It's, okay. It's on, here, let me pull it up. This is on YouTube, buddy. Yeah, of course it is. How you just to... pulled up a YouTube link. What are you, what are you what talk... am I going to get a fucking VHS tape? How am I going to play it on the show? It just doesn't feel like this was worth the whole rigmarole. You got a YouTube link that is public and has been online since when? Four days oh, ago. Fucking four days ago. Buddy, this is not worth missing our guest interview for, but I'm now intrigued because I did see this show when it came on before. So I'm interested to see what it has to show, to, to show for itself. Well, so I guess just I mean, fucking play it. The, the check will bounce, so it doesn't matter, I guess. <laughs> Here we go. So this is a trailer for a new season of Still Addicted, My Strange Addiction. Yeah, so this is great because uh, I've been told um, that it's going to have some updates on some old addictions and okay. then a whole new batch of new ones, wow. baby. Okay, okay. Okay, you won't go warm up to it, kind of like Legoland story. All right, yeah, no, I'm look, I'm intrigued. All right, I'm intrigued. Hey, guys, get in the car. My name is Nathaniel, and I'm in a serious relationship with my car. Let's get in that car. My name is Lisa, and I'm addicted to oh, Jesus Christ. Christ. People remember me for having the longest Oh, that's fine. Nails. People don't yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad. They call me <laughs> Tyler, and I'm addicted to <laughs> <laughs> We are addicted to drugs. Oh, yeah, baby! I've been addicted to eating toilet paper. What the fuck? Eating toilet paper? This is fucking fake. No, baby. She ate it on camera. So in the past decade, a lot has changed. Kind of expanded new car. I don't think any of them get jealous of each other. He's got multiple car loves. Oh my God, it's been 10 years since I've seen you guys. I have big surprises coming. (laughs) It's a decade later. I'm still sleeping with my What? You can see the scars. I have not so sex. many. She just Ten blows it on herself. Ago, I just had one cat, but now they are Jesus everywhere. Christ. I traded one habit in she for another. She just ate chalk. <laughs> no! I'm no longer addicted to bodybuilding, but I've taken on a new addiction. My name is Brittany, and I've been addicked to eating <laughs> car seat foam. Look at her empty car. There's no foam in her car seat. It took me two years to eat. Oh, God. Every single day. Oh, this is raw chicken. I'm addicted to breastfeeding. Breastfeeding my husband. That's not weird. I don't care what people think about my addiction. We have in each breast almost five two liter Jesus Christ. This is almost 30 cans of tuna. I am ready to confront just, him about it. If you had a UTI and you snorted your urine, that actually snorted your, your urine? And cause and kill you. I have no oh. intentions on stopping. Oh. I'll never stop eating raw meat until the day I die. Oh, he licked his fingers. Up. You want some? Oh, God. See, exclusive. This is an exclusive, but it definitely was shocking. Uh, oh, my God. Wow. So many things. I already have one question for you. Yeah. You got a choice, and you got to choose this time. Last week, you chose neither okay. kombucha or piss. So, <laughs> cup of piss or raw fucking chicken. You got to fucking Christ. I uh, do one or the other. It's I, your piss, though. I think I'm hanging myself. Trigger warning. 
Trigger warning. Trigger warning. <laughs> I gotta wow. stop making jokes about that. But it, I wow. can't. You can't ask me to to make that choice. Wow, so many. Things. I don't. A lot think, of eating stuff. A lot of ingestions. Think, yeah, I. I don't think I could do any of that. I the. The person who eats their car seat foam? Car seat. They, it took her a year, and her whole car has no foam in it. So how she's just are, got hard seats in her car. How are these people alive? alive. That seems I so mean, poisonous. Tuna Tyler seems like whatever. Yeah, he seems chill. <laughs> yeah. Probably a little stinky in his house. but Yeah, oh, I'm sure his house stinks like fucking yeah. shit. <laughs> but he's fine. Tuna Tyler seems Worst part about that guy is that his he has a funny nickname. Yeah, old Tuna Tyler. Gosh, he's fine. Oh, uh, I don't know. I yeah. mean, listen, eating toilet paper is pretty gnarly. Eating chalk, but then she swapped to chalk. How does that not kill you? Dry yeah. ass chalk. I really, I think it would. I think, I think this show is cr- weird and stupid as it is. I think it really talks about uh, human uh, resilience. I think that's what it's really about. I that think we it, can do more than we think we know we can. There's also a chance that it is simply uh-huh. exploiting mental illness. Hmm. Also, hmm. I'll which think that's... about that one, but I like mine better. <laughs> yeah, I do too. <laughs> I, I hope it's, it's celebrating. Human I hope it's resilience. yours. But these shows, I do kind of watch these shows sometimes, and I'm like, there's got to be something going on in these people's like psyche. Yeah, that is not. Uh, uh, healthy. Yeah, that one like, dude who kissed all his cars and stuff. I mean, think about it. His his life must be pretty tough. He tells people he's fucking kissing his cars. I mean, props to that guy. Got a tough life. Yeah, because everybody knows you have to tell everybody what you're <laughs> kissing. How many? I want. I want to work for that show, and I want to. I want to get the submissions. I want. That's my new dream job. I mean, I want to get the submissions and. I'm going to pick them all. Here's what I bet is actually true about that show. This Uh is what I think that show actually is. That show is Maury or Jerry Springer Uh or one of those shows where they put out a casting call Uh that's like, we're looking for people with wild stuff that they do. Uh And people pitch stuff that they don't actually do. Oh, and then they make okay. it they make it into this like it's like a reality show quote unquote but really it's just like it's like if you if I send out a casting call it's like and was like I'm looking for somebody who shoves fresh cut grass up their butthole. Mm-hmm. I mean I'm on that one. I can <laughs> Somebody that would reply but, and be like, okay. "Oh, I shove fresh cut grass clippings up my butthole." Well, here you go. Well, one, I mean, that motherfucker was eating toilet paper in the clip. Yeah. And chalk. Yeah. That dude was kissing his car. That woman did have uh, 280-ounce boobies. <laughs> like, I mean. Uh, They're at least doing it for the show. Yeah. I mean, so that, it's real. This was snorging piss. That guy was drinking. But that piss could have been, again, could have just been yellow squirt. <laughs> <laughs> Which of course is oil, which is it's just olive oil. Of course, <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> no, it's I like mean, I think that there's more to the story. I don't think that these people actually live those lives because if they I mean, do, was eating raw chicken. I almost threw up saying it. That really was. I don't that I don't know that you can fake that, and mm. I'm sure that guy is mostly salmonella. I bet you he got a DNA <laughs> test. Turns out he's 100% that chicken. Yeah. <laughs> that, that salmonella chicken. 
salmonella envelope. Disgu- uh, okay. <laughs> I like how you said Manila. Yeah. Salmonella. Manila. Hey, it's me, Salmonella. <laughs> Salmonella. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm excited to see what this show has offered and to, yeah. to rip it apart to see if it's real. Because I'm going to go on record saying I think it's doctored at the very least. All right. Well. But who knows? I'm, I think it was well worth the money for that bit. <laughs> but these next grand. two stories, they both have turns in them that are uh, pretty wild. Kind of yeah. like um, these next two stories are uh, real uh, lead barriers. Lead barriers. Yeah, that's that's a good term. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we got a couple of stories sent into us from uh, some reporters out in the field. First up, we're going to hit one from at Jenny Cav, very frequent uh, submitter to the show. And the headline is, boy caught fish with human-like teeth in Oklahoma Pond. Oh, my God. That's right. If you click on a link, you can see a picture of his fish's mouth. click the link. And I'll tell you what, this fish's teeth are prettier than mine. I was about to say it, too. They are perfect bottom row human teeth. human bottom row teeth. It's really crazy. Mine are overlapping and Mm -hmm. starting to crack. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. We, my, my front just so everybody get... knows, we're doing the thing where we show our bottom teeth. Yeah. If you can hear <laughs> us talking right now, the reason we're talking like this because we're pushing our bottom teeth out so you can see, and Super both fire. of our teeth, Super look, fire. <laughs> we look exactly like this fish. Uh huh. And and it's <laughs> it's kind of too tiny for us to see actually. Yeah. And it hurts. It hurts to hold my <laughs> mouth like this. Uh, but no, the story reads, Jenna Clinton was sitting on her back porch watching her son Charlie, 11, fishing a pond behind their house in Oklahoma this past weekend when he suddenly started yelling for her. Mom! Yep, sounded just like that. It turned yeah. out that Charlie had landed a paku, yeah. a fish that's a cousin of the piranha and whose outsized teeth have long struck fear in swimmers. You yeah. can't wait for the turn. Keep going. The Paku's a native of South America. Game wardens believe the Paku was a pet that outgrew its tank and was uh-huh. released into the wild. They warned the Paku can grow to sizes up to 3.5 feet and 88 pounds. That's not the turn. Along Here with it its comes. creepy appearance. <laughs> I read but I read ahead of the sentence. <laughs> and it got me. <laughs> Along with its creepy appearance, the Paku has a troubling nickname. Here we go. The Ball Cutter. Oh, <laughs> that's right. what? A label that stems from the purported habit of attacking men's testicles. Okay. That dubious distinction prompted warnings for skinny dippers in Scandinavia in 2013. It's not normal to get your testicles bitten <laughs> off, of course. But it can happen, especially oh. now in Sweden. Fish expert. Heinrich Carl said at the time, <laughs> Carl, get a new job, buddy. Heinrich, get a new job. In reality, the red-bellied Paku is related uh, related species actually rely on nuts and seeds what? from fruit trees and plants as a main food source. Still, the animals are omnivores, and their appetite grows with their size. So they buy, So we call them nuts, yeah. and it's called the ball cutter. Double well, they entendre. actually feed on nuts. Yeah, it's a double so entendre balls, of sorts. Do they think our balls are little nuts? Uh, it would seem so. It would seem so. These little ball cutters. And uh, just so you know. Nut cutters. A lot of better. these little nut cutters, a <laughs> yeah. lot of these articles are very long. And I yeah. trim them and trim them and trim them. And let me motherfucking tell you, I was done <laughs> copy and pasting this story. And then my little eyeball. 
saw ball cutter and was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> it was paragraphs and paragraphs down. How the fuck do you not have in the headline, boy catches ball cutter in Oklahoma pond? <laughs> How is, what's Feels wrong like with that everybody? should be the headline. Yeah. It definitely should be the headline. There's a lot of bad uh, writing that I have yeah. to fix. But speaking of uh, of wild animals caught this, this time also takes caught a dumb on turn. tape, this comes from Dark Soul on Twitter, and the headline reads: New drone footage of Bigfoot described as best evidence yet. Remember that headline. Remember everything that's, we're about to read until right. you get to the very end of this story, too. <laughs> because the footage originally posted to YouTube by Ken's Carpentry. Okay. Shows a drone camera flying over a snow-filled forest in the U.S. with Ken gasping and saying, what in the world? What is that? Nice. As his shock heightens, the camera focuses on a tall, hairy figure walking through the forest, very much looking like Bigfoot. Wow. No way. Are you serious? Ken adds as the drone closes in on Bigfoot. Solid Ken. The footage was re-uploaded in part by a popular influencer on YouTube known as the Paranormal Chick. (laughs) Oh, wait. Paranormal Chic? I think it's chick misspelled, maybe. Okay. I don't think par- paranormal yeah. chick knew that without a K, it's chic. Yeah. Okay. Well, guess. the TikToker simply wrote, Bigfoot is real. Wow. <laughs> it's one of the best recordings of what looks to be like a Bigfoot caught on camera. Okay. Wow. Just, interesting. This has been interesting. Despite the footage, others were not convinced with one non-believer penning, still not convinced its reaction to a foreign sound isn't true. <laughs> Bigfoot is so elusive, and a foreign sound like that drone would scare it off, I think. They know a lot about <laughs> an animal nobody's ever yeah. seen. And then yeah. here we go. But what a lot of viewers who viewed the TikTok hadn't done is watched the original drone footage on YouTube. Now, if you watch that, Ken admits the video is actually a prank. <laughs> This fucking so it appears the hunter Bigfoot continues. What a fucking! You read the whole article and you're like, huh, huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not uh, prank Bigfoot footage uh, uh, tricks. I mean, this is this came from the Lad Bible, so I don't think this is like. The most reputable source, one of the clickbaitiest. It's got the word entities, Bible in it, but it's Lad Bible, which is notoriously the cl- one of the clickbaitiest entities on the internet. I never even heard uh, of it. Yeah, oh, it's all over Twitter. The dumbest shit you've ever read came from the, the Lad wow. Bible. But just uh, have a headline: New drone footage of Bigfoot described as best evidence yet on a story that you know is it's not. Well, the story's not that the Bigfoot footage is the best evidence yet. It's that it's been described that way, buddy. <laughs> Wow, yeah. The headline is technically true. Wow, they are tricky over there at Lad Bible. Yeah, they are. They are. They always will be. They want you to click, baby. Um, but yeah, thanks so much for Dark Soul for fucking sending us this fake shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's very much appreciated. Thank you very much. Uh, next up, uh, this one was sent. Who was this sent to us from? This was sent to oh, this us. Was? I believe it was sent to us on Twitter. I pulled this one, and somebody may have sent it later than that. Oh, maybe uh, I'm wrong. Also, we might need to really lock in a place where everybody sends everything because yeah, it, it's we, getting I'm tough to find many stuff. social medias. Yeah, at least uh, can I say this? At least send articles to uh, the podcast 
instead yeah. of any sort of personal accounts. Yeah, send, that's too tweet many. Him, tweet them at uh, at us. It's it, the best way to send us an article is to tweet at us so it's in our mentions because sometimes yes. with DMs they get like lost in like in DMs and stuff. Whether so you check them or yeah. stuff like that, it's hard to tell yeah, like what you've looked at and you got to relook at all of it. Buddy and I don't easiest. communicate about who's looked at what, and we do. yes, that's <laughs> we, true. So sometimes <laughs> one of us will look at something and not tell the other one, and then we won't end up throwing it in the rundown. So if you want to make sure that we see your stuff, just tweet it at us at the podcast on yeah. at the podcast pod on Twitter. Yes, uh, and that'll end up in our mentions. We can go through. It's easy for us to find. We'll also eventually. Hopefully have a Discord connected to the Patreon, which will give people a sort of channel to submit stuff in a much more streamlined fashion. But this article is incredible. Uh, the headline reads, Take a seat. Teller dupes bank robber into waiting in lobby until police arrive, wow. FBI says. Incredible fast thinking because James Timothy Kelly, 77. 77. Seven. I have a couple of thoughts about this. Yeah, one, he walked into the PNC branch on Tyler Avenue carrying a white mesh bag and allegedly handed a teller a note that said, give me the money. Give me the money. <laughs> In response, <laughs> the teller pretended she was having computer issues and asked Kelly to take a seat, at which point the defendant obliged and popped a squat popped nearby. Popped a squat, baby. 77 and he can squat? Goddamn, good <laughs> knees. I'm fucking not even close to that, and I can't fucking squat easy. Can't even have a squat. He was seen on PNC Bank's security footage dutifully sitting in the branch until police arrived. Responding law enforcement officers entered PNC Bank through the back entrance and found Kelly sitting in the lobby. The wow. Incredible. A lot of things going on here. Yes. Robbing a bank at 77. What a, I mean, maybe bucket list type of thing. Yeah, or, you know, my thought goes to uh, a person who has been absolutely forsaken by the safety nets in our society. Oh, yeah. And, and they are uh, desperate uh, because they uh -huh. can't pay for medication or they can't pay for mm -hmm. their rent and they or their funeral that's coming up. <laughs> Look, it's oh, the reality God. of being 77, folks. Put it in the note. Yeah. Put it in Put, the note. Give us an explanation. Why give do you me, need this money? Did your social money. security get rejected or something? Need to pay for my funeral soon. <laughs> God. Funeral I coming up. Need money. <laughs> no, that's rude. James Timothy Kelly, uh, I apologize. Yep. Yeah, many <laughs> I apologize years left, to you. I empathize because be I'm, uh, unless you did this just for fun, in that case, we should do an interview with this guy. Let's get James Let's Timothy Kelly. Let's get him Kelly. on the line. <laughs> if anybody's got a connection to James Timothy Kelly, holler yeah. at us. Yeah. Also, it's almost the thing of like, um, uh, you're not that guy, pal, mm. kind of a situation where it's like, I'm going to go rob that bank. And then you get there and they're like, hey, can you just kind of like sit down and wait? And you're like, yes, ma'am, I can. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, buddy, buddy, not in your blood not, there, yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Robbing banks ain't your thing. If you ain't seen the town and been like, oh, yeah. Oh, I gotta I, do what these guys do. I gotta do. fucking do this. Watch the town. If you can't do that, don't try to rob a bank. <laughs> if the town's not your number one movie. Yeah, if you don't... You might not want to rob a bank. <laughs> this is our Jeff Foxworthy bit. If you ain't put Ocean's Eleven on in 10 days, you might not be a bank robber. <laughs> if you don't think Now You See Me starring Woody Harrelson, Jesse Eisenberg, and Kristen Stewart, or no, Isla Fisher, yeah. is the best movie ever, you might not be a bank robber. If you don't 
cream your jeans every time you see the movie Heat, you might not be a bank robber. If you don't cry every time somebody tells you Heath Ledger died because he did the most cinematically satisfying bank robbery of all time in The Dark Knight, you might you not, might be, not a be a bank, bank robber. robber. Yeah. My goodness, ladies and gentlemen. We got albums and albums of this stuff. No wonder Oof. Jeff Foxworthy only does redneck jokes. It's an easy it's, setup. It, such as, I mean, uh, top tier setup. Yeah, seriously. Uh, so wow. yeah, if you got any, if you might be, you might be, you might not be a bank robber jokes, tweet those at us too. We'd love to hear. Yeah. Send them to our PO box. Uh, next up, we got a great story tying into something we talked about earlier, and this is coming from a new submitter. Oh my goodness. Let's see if I edited the new, uh, reporter thing down a little bit. Answer's gonna be no. God damn it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It should end there. <laughs> <laughs> New reporter, baby. <laughs> oh, come on, that's a jam. <laughs> you gotta let jazz jazz, baby. You do gotta let jazz jazz. Buddy has said that his whole life. But this comes from a new new submitter at Pedro five 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 five. Five five on Instagram. Hopefully this isn't a bot because they're telling on themselves with the story. The five five oh. fives at the end really makes me think you're not a real person, Pedro, but <coughs> hopefully you are. Oh, researchers discovered chat GPT repeats 25 jokes over <laughs> and over. <laughs> Two German researchers released a paper that examines the ability of OpenAI's chat GPT 3.5 to understand and generate humor. In particular, they discovered that chat GPT's knowledge of jokes is fairly limited. Oh. During a test run, 90% of the 100 or 1,008 generations were the same 25 jokes, leading them to conclude that the responses were likely learned and memorized during the AI model's training rather than being newly generated jeff foxworthy they are not no people have noticed that when asked for a joke check gpt frequently returns why did the tomato turn red the answer being because it saw the salad dressing <laughs> or as i like to call it the white speckled squirt uh yes. that's ranch dressing <laughs> Uh, it's not surprised that the Gench and Kirsting found the tomato joke to be ChatGPT 3.5's second most common result. Below, we've listed the top 10 with the exact number of occurrences among the 1,008 generations in parentheses. <coughs> we can read a couple of these. Okay, They're pretty back and forth. terrible jokes. The first I mean, one. they're what you'd expect. Why did the Scarecrow win an award? Because he was outstanding in his field. Outstanding. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that one not. appears 140 times wow. in this chat. Jeez. Uh, yep. We'll skip tomato one. Uh, why was the math book sad? Why? Because it had too many problems. Simple. These are simple jokes that yeah. a child could do. Next up, why didn't scientists trust Adam? Why? Because they make up everything. <laughs> this is okay. We actually don't need to read the rest of these. These are well, such shit. Why, why did the cookie <laughs> go to the doctor? I don't know why. Because it was feeling crumbly. Crumbly. crumbly? Fucking ChatGPT, eat my butt. You suck. <laughs> This eat is my stupid. butt smoke. 
I also, yeah, eat my butt smoke. The other thing, I thought for a second when I saw this headline that this was going to be another article that I saw, which I was going to talk about on the show, but I'm glad this is a segue into it. I also saw another article that said that ChatGPT now, uh, back in back when it was created, like 98% of the time, it would it could answer a simple math problem correctly, but now it only does it like 2% of the time. Uh. Like it only gets the answer right 2% of the time. So ChatGPT, as it gets quote-unquote smarter, is getting dumber, which oh, makes like sense. Us. Yeah, I was going to say, it makes sense with humanity. It's the more knowledge we have about the universe and the people around us and the interconnectedness of everything, the more uh, stupid we get. Oh, that's <laughs> so deep, a, man. Yeah, it's a very deep takeaway from these <laughs> articles about the ChatGPT chatbot. And speaking of not deep takeaways, can oh, I yeah. try out a new? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Can I try out a new segment? Yeah, buddy found a bunch of headlines, and he was like, "We probably don't have time to do them." And he was like, "You know what? I'll just pitch a new segment." Uh, and what did you have a name for it, or like? A- uh, this is called, and I'll, I don't have a sound effect, so I'll just use an old one. This is called, "Hey, this is just some headlines." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll just run through these. I was going to say, even that's too long. (laughs) Even that, I think we need to cut that. Four bars. Everything (laughs) should be four bars. We know it. We know it. Once we get two yes, I think the joke is is done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll do this, and you tell me if we should cut this bit. No, we'll leave it up to the audience. And I'm just going to cruise through them, okay? Uh, Okay. Here's just some headlines. Love Island stars Molly Mayhag and Tommy Fury are engaged. Wow, Brett, never forget. Live, laugh, love, island. <laughs> Wait, are these headlines you wrote? <laughs> no, they're real, but they got a little tag. Some but of them got a little... Got... Okay, you wrote the tag. I write the tag. So I was about I... to say, I don't think these... If these headlines are all referencing me, I'm fucking spooked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, they, uh, these are just headlines that ref, refer Reference to you. a person yeah, named yeah. Brett. You just yeah, 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 you yeah. just typed in the Google headline Brett, and these yeah. all came up. Number two, quote, 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 quote. Quote, shocking footage shows great white shark biting camera attached to man's head. <laughs> it seems like pretty normal shark behavior to me. <laughs> Number three, Rick Ross buys $37 million mansion. Quick, Brett, name one Rick Ross song. Oh, I know. Number four, Ellie God Kemper reveal. Nope, fucked it up. Ellie Kemper reveals what her three-year-old son wrote that made her laugh out loud. <laughs> Wonder what it was. Didn't read the article. Number five, <laughs> Katy Perry goes paddleboarding with fully clothed fiance Orlando Bloom seven years after naked incident. <laughs> Jesus Christ, let it go, people. Number six, Blake Lively admits she still hosts Lemonade Stand with a recipe that inspired Betty Booze. What? Don't know what the fuck any of that means. Number seven, Pennsylvania couple charged... Oh, I gotta read this right. <laughs> Pennsylvania couple charged in connection with murder of man found dead on roadside. Or is it... Pennsylvania couple charged in connection with murder of man found dead on roadside. How many people are dead in this headline? I don't know. Number eight. I refuse to take my sons to see the Barbie movie. They're gutted, but I won't bulge. Wonder what the fuck is wrong with that parent, but we'll never know. Number nine. Morning after pill to stop STDs could also make problem worse. Jesus Christ. Wonder what that's about. Number 10, Pete Davidson given community service after Beverly Hills car crash. And by community service, I mean he's got to eat everyone's ass from the TV show community. (laughs) 
And that was it. Here's some headlines. Hey. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. I don't care what the people say. I'm in favor of this segment continuing. Wow. Thanks. Every week. You got a lot of work for the show every week, buddy, to find these headlines. And also, just so we all know, uh-huh. I do know uh-huh. Rick Ross songs. Okay. And one of them that I do know uh-huh. is the song from Django Unchained, which was 100 Black Coffins. Oh. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Wow. I know Rick Ross. He, uh, I, and I didn't just Google it. <laughs> I didn't just okay. Google it. And I, mean, I, I can't confirm or deny that. I wasn't also going to reference... A song that was made for another movie soundtrack, which is Purple Lamborghini from the Suicide Squad movie. Wow, I can't picture what any of those sound like. Yeah, yeah. No, Rick Ross is great. Shout out to Pears. He yeah. notoriously lost, a, not notoriously, but he famously lost a bunch of weight. And they asked people asked him why, and he was like, basically just, I eat a lot of pears now. And he, <laughs> and he ends the interview with, shout out to pears. <laughs> Yep. Well, hell yeah. Shout yep. out to Paris, bro. Rick Ross is really something. Folks, thank you so much to, uh, for listening to the show this week. As always, we appreciate every set of ears that lays mm-hmm. themselves upon this audio. Mm. Yeah, baby. What a strange way to say it, but we, love we really ears, do appreciate baby. it. We appreciate everybody engaging with the show online and continuing to chat about it in all the places that people chat about podcasts. And we will be here again next week as we are every single fucking week. Same time, same place. Same podcast app. And until that time, and a good one.